this picture of Jamie is actually from 2005, but it was one of my favorite pictures of her because she was just absolutely in her element, which is out in nature. All right, January 1st, 2006, Humane USA Political Action Committee. Heather Vellanue is on the steering committee with me for the Florida chapter of the Humane USA Political Action Committee, which is the nation's largest animal protection pack. She makes regular trips to Tallahassee to petition for better laws for the animals and had asked if I wanted to go with her. Being new to all of this legislative process, I thought it would be a great opportunity to watch an expert in action and was thrilled at the opportunity. I don't mention it here, but I had gotten involved in the late 90s with a pig gestation crate bill that was going um, through Florida's um, legislative process. And that was my first experience with changing the laws and helping save animals through better legislation. And I was just amazed that it passed and that it would mean so much to so many animals. And so that was my first inkling that the legislative path was the way that we would be able to protect the most big cats. But I didn't know how to do it. So I owe a lot to Heather Vellanue who took me under her wing and introduced me to all of the first politicians that I met in, well, not their, I'd met other politicians in my life, but the first that I had met within the realm of trying to do something for the animals. January 9th, 2006, trying to remotely heal a bobcat. My cell phone rang and my blood ran cold. It always does. We have to turn away hundreds of big cats each year. And every time the phone rings, it makes me sick to think it will probably be some gut-wrenching situation that I will have to say no to. Not one for idle chit-chat. I always answer, this is Carol. I never screen my calls by the caller ID because if I did, I probably would just never answer calls I didn't recognize just to save exposure to the pain. On the other end of the line was my husband, Howie, telling me that the sheriff's office had just called him reporting a bobcat being struck by a car. Howie had dispatched Jamie and Scott to the scene already and was just let letting me know that they had it covered. I had gotten the call as I was driving to a real estate closing. There was no way I could be there for the cat. No way to hover over the cat and focus all of the energy and prayer I could into mending this crushed and broken body. All I could do was to try from afar, sort of like remote viewing. I only had five minutes or so, but I put every ounce of energy into imagining the cat before me, seeing him on the side of the road. I envisioned his broken bones mending miraculously as I prayed they would. I know how the impact with pavement causes road rash to scrape away the fur and skin from bone as these animals are hit with the force of an oncoming car at 50 miles an hour. I pictured the skinless side of him that would surely now be laying in the dirt and gravel of the roadside, pulling together as if being zipped back up. I took a deep breath of my own, wishing that into his own collapsed lungs. I could see him looking better in my mind's eye and had to walk into the closing to pay attention to the matter at hand. Jamie just called and reported that the bobcat was alive and that much to her amazement, and that of the vet, he didn't have any broken bones and no road rash. Just a few spots of missing hair. I was elated. Had this worked? 
I was so happy for the bobcat, but then she continued. The weird thing was that he had just eaten a rat or something, and the impact had shattered the bones of his meal, which pierced all of his vital organs, and he would surely bleed to death. Jamie went on to say that he had been given medication for the pain and put in an incubator to spend the night at Carolwood Cats with Dr. Stacy Wadsworth. I was devastated. I never thought about an injury coming from within. How could his meal have all of its bones crushed and not the bobcat's own ribs? I felt certain the imaging and praying had worked, but I had not thought of everything. All I could do was try again, based on this new understanding of his situation, but picturing how his internal organs should look was much harder for me to imagine. He died at the vet's office. <laughs>